Hello and welcome to this, the latest in our series of podcasts on the history and heritage of the Lancaster District by their author Gordon Clark. This episode is A Walk Along High Street in Lancaster. Here we are on Lancaster's High Street. At the heart of many British towns is the High Street, usually an old bustling thoroughfare. But not in Lancaster. Our High Street is only 160 metres long and it's Georgian in age. Yet it's packed with interesting buildings reflecting the city's development. A map shows that by 1778 it was still just a stub of a street on the edge of town. It was a cul-de-sac attached to the rest of the town only by Middle Street leading down to King Street. But the edge of town was land with prime development potential and that is how High Street was meant to expand as, as a fashionable addition to the town. In this very short walk Let's start on King Street. We walk up Middle Street, which widens to create an imposing approach to numbers 2, 4 and 6 High Street. They were built in the mid-1770s as, as three houses within an overall design. The intention was clearly to impress. Tuscan demi-columns, a carriage access, a Diocletian window up in the triangular pediment. Note the three-step mounting block to the right. The owner of number four was John Rawlinson, a member of the wealthy Quaker family who were leading, leading traders with the West Indies. This was his lavish house and offices as a major trader of British goods to the Caribbean and of slave-produced goods back from there. Today it's flats. If you turn left and walk up High Street, the next big house you come to on the right-hand side is High Mount House, built in 1774 and now flats. Between 1908 and 1936, it was the offices of Thomas Mawson's firm, renowned as landscape and garden designers and town planners. Mawson and his firm designed Lancaster's War Memorial by the Town Hall, Westfield War Memorial Village and a great many gardens in the Lakes District and far beyond. Carrying on to the south end of High Street you come to the original 1912 to 1914 building of Lancaster Girls Grammar School with the borough's coat of arms above the front door. It's a very complex Edwardian Baroque design with cupolas, octagonal stair towels, towers, leaded windows. Many other buildings of course have been added since to the school. Retracing your steps back into High Street, opposite Highmount House is High Street Cottage, an unusual design in, in, in a Gothic style. The complex tracery in the windows and the embattled parapet are notable. notable. Continuing back towards Middle Street, you come to what was until recently Trinity United Reformed Church. In 1778 it was called the 
dissenters meeting. It then became High Street Congregational Church. It's now Moorlands Church. The 1774 exterior is quite plain for a church. Inside, the layout had seating and galleries with box pews on three sides, focusing on the pulpit, perhaps by Gillow, and the altar. The buildings extended in 1833 and 1851 as the congregation grew. Outside uh, was their graveyard until 1837. Next door was their independent Sunday school of 1855-56, designed by Edward Paley of the famous Lancaster architectural firm of Sharp Paley in Austin. This building extends into the top of Middle Street. Work is underway in 2023 to, to modernise and link together all these buildings here. Next to it, one door down on Middle Street, is the former Bluecoat School, now called Windermere House, which dates from 1849-1850, again designed by Sharp and Paley. Note the window design and the sculpture with two girls above the main door. This replaced a smaller school of 1772. Back on High Street, walk to the end and uh, stop outside number one. As the stone plaque in the wall notes, this was the birthplace of Lawrence Binion, the poet and art historian who in his poem For the Fallen wrote the well-known lines they shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Numbers 1 to 9 High Street date from about 1850, and at the back they have the tall, narrow staircase windows that are seen in many of Lancaster's Georgian and early Victorian houses. Across the street is number 2A High Street, which was formerly the National School for Girls. It was, the inscription tells us, built by public subscription AD 1820 to establish order, check, vice and uphold virtue. The building has been much altered. It had a spell as a shop and it's now flats. The school lay at the south end of the grounds and house of John Fenton Cawthorne. His house has been demolished and the site is now occupied by Lancaster's telephone exchange built in 1952, the former post office and the postal delivery office. Fenton Cawthorne was a colourful character, a fraudster, a bankrupt and a Member of Parliament for Lancaster for periods between 1806 and 1831, with views which today would be described as reactionary. If you look down Fenton Street, the end house there is number 10, built in 1846-1847 as the townhouse of Edmund Sharp, the architect and railway engineer. He was also mayor, a musician, a singer, co-founder of the John O'Gaunt Railway uh, Rowing Club and owner of the Phoenix Foundry. The house's oval staircase is impressive. His house later became the Trades Hall and after extensions and refurbishments 
it is now offices. Lancaster High Street is very short, but it is worth, worth a short walk along it. This podcast is based on one of the 120 guides and walks to the Lancaster and Morecambe area, which can be read, downloaded and printed free of charge at the Lancaster Civic Vision webpage www.lancastercivicsociety.uk Thank you.